Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, people? We are at the final episodes of Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. John, how are you? I am not ready to let go, G, man. How are you? I am. I'm. Yeah, I'm going to miss yeah. it. I'm going to miss it. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited in this moment. Oh, good. Guys, leave a like. Thank you to everyone who's been here for this journey with us. Also, big thank you to all who have joined us over at our Patreon page uh, for Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. We also cover several things over there exclusively with highlights and watch-alongs included. That is where you can catch the full-length reaction watch-along where you sync it with your own copy. Alrighty, guys. Let's see what's going on. And also, thank you to Pepper for helping us set it down these highlights. Let's get to it. Time for the real game to begin. The goose what? is loose. Honk, honk, fuckers. <laughs> Tease for the second season, dude. All right, so okay, let's immediately rank it. Is it better than? Uh, is it better than the movie? Come on, it's John. Better than the books. Process better than everything. Movies. Process it's it all. Process it all. Process it all. Process it all. Confident answer right now. Just go. It's, this just has go. at least just more go. breathing room to to maybe uh, create a different sort of more wow. uh, nuanced emotional wow. impact. Wow, recency bias. Wow, I mean, the nothing beats the movie. Screw this. I don't <laughs> like art at all unless Edgar Wright made it. <laughs> That means my pool of art is precious limited. God, you know what they should do? They should go to rejectnationshop.com. That would help me decide. Get some real rejects apparel there. Yeah. That's a great way to support the channel. Look as fly as everyone in this show. You get shirts like this RR shirt that I'm wearing, and it's my favorite way you can support the channel. It's John's favorite way you can support the channel. It's, it's your favorite way to you support the channel. You know it. You don't know it yet, but look at all these shirts. Oh, my God. Oh, we oh, get one of each. involved ourselves in you all these creations. You can have one for every different day of like That's half right. the month. I know exactly what shirt is flashing on screen at which Me point too. Time, I love that one the most. Have we I don't know. I, I might have even talked longer than necessary and we're just in the camera. And now we're having to us. repeat shirts and yeah, this, we run out of shirts to flash. Again. Let's so loop that bad start boy. Over again. Yeah, look at them shirts. Oh look at these shirts. And then to start showing like thumbnails of videos you should watch. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going through and through and through and through. <laughs> oh man. Yeah that was fun. That was great. I Show think uh, those last two episodes it, it was funny because like the pen the penultimate for us, but not the real penultimate. Penultimate two. I found myself craving a little bit more 
development for Ramona since the, the focus was on her. Yeah. And it's a fun little flipperoo, a great inverse of things where you find out that it's been from Ramona and Scott's perspective this entire time. The character you spent the most time with is Ramona. However, it has also still been from Scott's perspective. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, it's a great way to uh, make you go see. We didn't go. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't fully piss that certain crowd off. They just needed to not rage quit long enough to get <laughs> yeah, here to see it. <laughs> they just need to get her to the end. Um, but the the author behind this, like, I don't know any of the behind the scenes information on it, but the the telling of this is great because I, I really feel like it captured the heart underneath the caricature of everyone here. Mm-hmm. And like especially by the time you get to the end, it really seemed like it had a, a softer, sympathetic approach. You can feel the writer going you know i like these guys and i want to see a little bit more of the love underneath everyone and how at the end of the day all these people who have become obsessive freaks over ramona uh, they're all broken individuals yeah and and this is is a significant motivator for various aspects of their lives that they might not be able to admit not everyone got like the most development i would say you know like the twins didn't really get development and I mean, it's a it's a nice subversion, but yeah, it's like they don't get really get a fight or anything no. like that. And and when they do show up, it's almost always kind of just facilitate something. And I thought, like, while they had a in the live action movie, at least, uh, I, while I liked their sequence with the music battle, the battle of the bands, uh, it's still they were still like the least interesting characters to me because they didn't really get character. Yeah, they didn't yeah. really speak much. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, their fight is the most interesting thing about them. But they do give them a very important plot point via creation of the robot. Yeah, and, I mean, the nanotech. Like, they're, they're the, the, the accomplices and the, like, R&D department for so many of the machinations that, that affect Scott and Ramona throughout this, yeah. A thousand percent, man. I mean, I thought the show was very beautiful, and it, it's an inspiration of, like, 80s and 90s video games uh, and yeah. anime, and, and it really feels like an embodiment of all of it. it. It doesn't just feel like it's something that is, on the surface le- level, paying homage. There's something that speaks from a genuine part. Again, it's uh, the word that keeps coming to mind is you can feel the soul behind it, not just notes of things they wanted to attempt. It, it feels naturally from within that is coming out when i say the word expressive i'm not using that word lightly because it really does feel like an expression of soul (laughs) here yeah Yeah. it's super evocative like it it has so much kind of emotional richness to it and that sometimes in small you know little ways that are kind of precious and then in other times it's in big overflowing ways that are very sort of uh all-encompassing or very like relatable in a in a grander way and uh and yeah like this and while you don't spend a lot of time with ramona and scott it's still an epic love story 100 percent, because you feel the you you i care way more about this love story than i did in the movie yeah yeah i would agree and you feel it kind of from both their perspectives and i like that it lets you sit in the bitter sweetness that love can be because i mean there's so much like the rush of love uh, you know, can can often come with that sort of like, I don't know, it's a different kind of rush. It's almost like the rush of falling, uh, literally, when, you know, that love is threatened or that love is called into question in any way, shape, or form. And, mm-hmm. and you know, there's so much about uncertainty, and this culminates in a way where it's like, don't let your, you know, fear of the future 
based on the past, you know, wreck your present almost like the way that it wove. It's like we've seen this in things before and, and even recently, especially with like the older version coming and finding the young version. And it's like kind of wondrous or fun at first. And then it turns out dark. But I thought this was a particularly nice light year. Yeah. Light year. Uh, uh, flash. <laughs> uh, you know, various. It's a trope that that is a well-worn sci-fi thing. That's the passion of Christ too is about. Definitely. I'm like, Jesus, listen, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't get on the cross. <laughs> maybe we should just deck Judas right there, you know, take those pieces of silver, start a church <laughs> of our own, you know. If I just embrace the socio-economic restrictions. Essentially with the last temptation of Christ is about. Oh, Reaction ain't never seen Except that it. Isn't Jesus coming back? Isn't isn't it Willie Defoe? Is uh, my man? Is my man G's? Yeah, yeah. I want to see it. I want to see. Oh my it. god, they should make Willem Defoe Scott Pilgrim. He would be a great older Scott Pilgrim uh, yeah. if they ever made another live action movie. I think that'd be really funny if uh, they did that. But uh, yeah, we've seen this thing of 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 the older self coming back and it being a, a grim cautionary tale. But I, I really like the way that they complemented that by bringing Ramona's in as well. And then giving the greatest payoff, in a sense, to her in that moment, mm -hmm. complimented everything that came before. And especially as she is, you know, like so much of the story is instead of it, yeah, being Scott sort of learning to uh, not be insecure about all these evil exes. It's more about Ramona learning to let go of all these people that she pushed away because of. Yeah, her own uh, fear, like, you know, sabotaging for fear of, of this thing failing, you know, self-sabotage. Yeah, it's a story of self-love as well. Yeah. Self-forgiveness, you know? Yeah. And, and and I did feel for them wanting to wanting to make the love work. Mm -hmm. There's a bit of an Eternal Sunshine vibe to it. Yeah, because it is that thing of like, well, you know, we're going to spend the time together, but ultimately it's going to wind up in tragedy, and maybe it's just better to never have to deal with that. And it's also kind of like the time machine. It's that thing of like, if you the, the more you try and avoid something, the more you're going to bring it about. So why not just live yeah. in the moment? But it's still an arc for Scott, too, you know, like seeing who he is in the future. It, like, it, it goes past the movie. Yeah. And it's not, like, it doesn't, I thought maybe they were going to go extremely meta where you see where, where, where Scott's look at the alternate version is I feel like the implication is for future Scott older Scott is here's what happened after the movie yeah it's kind of like the the implication yeah right um and then you see that they didn't have a happily ever after but they could have just made it work if he matured yeah but he like jumped ship too early instead of working through it you know yeah and and he just became an obsessive escape of uh individual too like he never truly grew up and, and he so never he, fully realized yeah what the real thing to blame was yeah so i think uh they both get like a character arc and it shows that for the relationship to work they both have to work on each other's individual things yeah and not it's not just a story about them realizing, like, oh, I need to learn one thing about myself. Like, there, it, it goes deeper than that. And again, it doesn't feel like pretentiously deep. It because the movie, the show, still keeps it extremely whimsical, extremely vibrant. Uh, everything is like ramped to an eleven here, and uh, and and I thought that it was also very tender and nuanced. Uh, I, I was I was really impressed with this show, man. It, it gave us something in a very very different, and. It, it took a tad bit of readjusting and a little bit to see where it goes. But I also get why this is a binge show as well. Yeah. This actually feels like appropriately. 
this one of those shows that could work as either, but I actually think it's better as a binge. The well-roundedness of the story, I think, will shine especially bright if you binge it. But I do think that remarkably, yeah. especially for the the to be on the platform that streamlined and created the the structure, the, you know, the literal structure of shows that bolsters this binge format. You know, this is an example of of something that's not just I'll make sure it's got a gripping opening and a gripping cliffhanger. It's like these actually function well as pieces. They feel like issues out of a greater like compendium Mm -hmm. and yeah like they do absolutely work on their own but as you know we kind of talked about on the last one after episode six like the totality i think yeah will shine really really bright as uh just one whole go yeah i like ramona flowers way more here than i did in the film as an honest uh, take and i like scott more yeah (laughs) yeah it's kind of weird because scott's not in it as much but i i do like scott and ramona more yeah. yeah, and I think again, if you've seen the movie, I think that balances out nicely because we've spent. Well, they a work lot of- as a good companion. Yeah, like the, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's funny. Like the characters are well written and well drawn in a way that makes it so that yeah they complement. And then I think just you know the, the the other thing too is like it's really nice that all these actors are also really solid for the voice acting they need from this. Yeah, because uh, not everybody translates. Um, and and yeah, there's something about I think the fact that. You know, we know Michael Sarah. So many of us have seen the movie, so we've spent the time with him. And then the first episode, I think, giving you so much familiar, I, I never felt like he was too far away, even when I didn't know that he was like watching over things with the robot. And yeah, like Ramona is a solid character, and it's like while. You know, in the movie, both of their flaws are also represented like this is, yeah, it's like you can see her involvement in all this. And it's just, I don't know, it just seemed, you you, you could see her, her involvement in spinning the web that we're dealing with right now. Or at yeah. Least, yeah. But but, but it, also how, really quick, I mean, first, how, how young Scott got Ramona to realize that the, uh, older Ramona to realize that, hey, you know, the the journey of, of Scott being taken out of the equation and, and losing to the ex instead actually led Ramona down a path that was better for her mm-hmm. like the healing process that she went through and everything so inadvertently by taking him out it actually it made things it, better it, for everybody yeah it made things better for literally everybody yeah, yeah. except, except yeah. for older Scott but you know it's a great subversion because because you you don't in any way miss out on the fights and the action which is fun and, yeah and then the dynamic flips around and you sort of find what else these people have to fight for and like yeah there are confrontations but yeah I just think that's like a such a nice rich like it would work without the movie and I think it's a really nice play off the movie because yeah instead of mm-hmm. this one guy fighting to a prove his adequacy to himself and b win the heart of girl yeah, this is just such a more qualitative. It's like it's a very appropriate thing to do for the here and now. And people whinge every time you make something from a female perspective that has a man's name in the title. But you know, it's her story in so many ways, and mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it's absolutely a just a lovely thing they chose to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's really cool that they made something that I, I, I think the sell on it. I think that's probably the problem with the marketing is the cell makes you think you're just going to watch an anime version of the movie. Yeah. And they don't really, I mean, they, they want to leave you surprised, yeah. which is also like the great thing about it. Um, however, 
I, I don't know. I feel like maybe there was there could have been like a quarter, maybe not a middle ground, but like a quarter leaning into that. We're really going to do something very different, you know, and, and take it a very different direction. Sure. And without spoiling it. I don't really know. I'm not a mark. I'm not yeah. good at marketing, so I don't really know what the fuck it would be. However, uh, yeah, like I think that's a great. I think if you watch the movie and then you watch this, they work perfectly together. Mm -hmm. Because, and and I think this works better if you see the movie. Yeah, hundred percent. You just you'll there's there's a lot more. Yeah, it'll be a fuller context. Like I think this is super rich on its own. But yeah, there'll be a much fuller context. And I and too, I don't know. It's one of those things where they made all these changes, but I don't feel like it in any way betrays any of these characters no. and it's nice to see these cartoons take on you know and in the live action movie they are certainly cartoons and then to get a character like lucas lee or or any of them you know really but you know to give them flesh and flavor and heal certain things beyond just the thing that makes them an evil ex like all that stuff is fun but we find fun in other parts of them and yeah. in ways in which we don't need to keep them broken in these specific ways. And I think that's just a nice maturity of of characterization. Yeah. Lo- and, and just, yeah, his whole, like, that that one thing Brian Lee O'Malley said about, like, approaching this as, like, a sort of reflection on as a means of making it its own unique thing, I mm-hmm. think is a beautifully rendered approach, at least by this final product. Yeah. I thought it was amazing, man. Yeah, this is really terrific. Uh, I thought it was really amazing. And beautiful animation all the way through. Yeah, Great wonderfully music. shot. Uh, like everything felt hand drawn, uh, even if it isn't. Uh, it felt hand drawn. Every shot felt incredibly selective. Everything yeah. felt like it had purpose, t- tender love and care. Yeah, you know, every element felt th- this. You know, just the, feels the, like living art. You know, the way you say the the kind of compliments you would give across the Spider Verse, I would say they keep that consistent here for every minute of every one of these episodes. Yeah, yeah, it has that, or or it almost has, like Spider-Verse has it, and even a different sort of kind of thing, but everything, everywhere, all at once, or, or just things that have this, like, madcap quality, and they're throwing, like, so much at you, uh, yet they also have such a keen eye and a compassionate eye towards just emotion and character and, and nuance and things like that. And so, yeah, you feel like you just took in the semi-overwhelming thing that has so much mm-hmm. in it, and yet somehow, despite all the potential that a Spider-Verse or an everything ever or this present, this somehow feels like a definitive version. Well, it, it's also so self-aware. The way how they they keep it modern day, but they imagine it in the way of, like, how would someone in the 80s or 90s devise this plot? Yeah. You know, but by keeping... Like, I love when he goes to the future, and it's, like, not that far in the future, but everything is, like, a dystopia, um, fuck, like, it's older like Scott. It's dystopia, yeah. yeah. And older Scott is, is like, so old, even though he's just 37 yeah, years old. Yeah, totally. But they play it, like, that that classic thing that you would see in, like, 80s, like, Wallace is just gray. Yeah, it's, 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 exactly, it looks exactly the same, same gray but gray hair. Yeah, I'm like, that's exactly, like, how these 80s movies would, would do. Like, somebody yeah, up, just yeah. make their hair gray. <laughs> and, and now they're older. And now, yeah. and now it's just 10 years from now, but they're so much older now. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And, yeah. and just, like, I don't know, the way it incorporates all, it's like it has specific yeah. pop culture references, but, yeah, the way it amalgamates just so much uh, yeah, of like retro really futurism and and in in fun silly ways, you know. Yeah, yeah there's so much here. It's exciting, had punch. I love the original music that they had throughout as well. You know, yeah. normally with Scott Pilgrim, you kind of think, yeah, like they have the music that is created within it for like the characters using it. But I'm just talking about like the when scenes are happening and you got a bit of that. 
Yeah, um, like eight bit chip tune kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's a good yeah. way to put it. It's a good yeah. way to put it. Um, overall, man, I'm like a, not, I'm like a, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what I would really criticize about. It. I thought it was pretty near perfect for what they set out to do. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, I agree. Nine point nine 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 nine. Yeah, just um, give it a just give it a ten. Just go with it. Yeah, yeah, John, go for it. All right, I'll give it a eleven. Thanks, John. You're welcome. <laughs> it's really an extra point for the both. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, anytime. All righty, guys. Well, what did you think of Scott Pilgrim Takes Off? Do you prefer it over the movie? Do you uh, uh, put it on the equal measure? What do you rate the show as a total experience? Leave your thoughts down below. Be sure to subscribe. Leave a like. And hey, let's end this with a <laughs> pandemic Jones. From the meek. PJ, my friend, it's been a while since we've heard from you, my buddy. Um, but I imagine right now that you are probably in a multiverse uh, and exploring alternate versions of yourselves. And one of them is someone who does create a pandemic himself and is an evil mastermind because his heart was broken. Or, and then you see another universe where, hey, uh, he is just a reality show chef, and he uses the, his clout to get laid and skip lines at movie theaters. And then we go to another universe of Pandemic Jones, where he is a woman, the hottest woman on earth. And you use that to skip lines at movie theaters. <laughs> There's that. It's always in the movies, no matter what universe. There's another pandemic, Jones, and a universe full of where everyone are are they're 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 cricket people. They're just walking crickets. And what did they do? They go to the movies, and at a theater, you could jam pack thousands in one auditorium. Oh. So that's why ticket industry is booming. So oftentimes, the wait line is atrocious and complex. Yes, and you're always hearing crickets, but that's good because that's good. that means the crickets that means are like in the that movie. Means the I crickets guess. are relaxed and enjoying yes, it. Yes, totally. And you, if you want the best scene in the house, you're the president of Cricket Planet, and Pandemic Jones is skipping lines. Yes, uses a secret service to get past security and get through the crowd of crickets in order to watch. Movies that uh, are essentially our films you just with crickets. A Bug's Life. Bug's Life. It's a very serious drama there. Exact <laughs> yes. same film, but a horror oh, movie. Yeah, it's terrible. they have to deal with the fucking yeah, offer and stuff. Get, yeah. It's a play on real world history on that planet. Uh-huh. And then for, they're like, don't profile us. We're not grasshoppers. It's not the same. It's not you know? the same. And yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I, I feel you, man. The Cricket Planet's rough. So, uh, <laughs> it's surprising. <this. laughs> it's one of the more grim realities. I'm sorry. You never guess it. But, dude, um, either way, uh, you are someone uh, with a lot of prestige and admired on every planet you go to. But out of any democracy to be a part of, Reject Night Nation admires you the most. So, much love to you. Thank you for being part of our page and supporting us for so long. And, uh, chirp, chirp, my friend. Chirp, chirp. Thank you.